You're listening to episode 46 of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. I'm Sean Brown, and I am so excited to have on today's episode, Arielle Perry. Arielle began her photography journey in Charlotte, North Carolina, where she first started working for a local portrait studio. She then found out that she absolutely loved shooting outside and mastering natural light photography, and she started dabbling a little bit with weddings, and now she has developed a passion for photographing high school seniors, and she still is doing that to this day passionately and just empowering all of these individuals, and she loves all of the excitement that they bring to their sessions. Arielle, we talk a lot about in this episode the topic of mindset, and I really think that this is important because Arielle says that she's an introvert. However, having a positive mindset has really taught her to do everything that she does in her business and really influence the way that she views photography businesses as a whole. So I think that this is a fantastic episode for a lot of people where we dive into mindset, we dive into a little bit about senior reps, we dive into a little bit about everything, senior photography, you know, just switching from weddings to seniors and all of that stuff. So super excited to have her on here today. Worth a listen at for sure. And then I want to say if you haven't left a review on iTunes, go ahead, leave a review on iTunes. What we're going to be doing is we're actually going to be featuring individuals who leave a review on the podcast, reading their inner or reading their reviews online. If, it, if it's a good one, if it's a bad one, we might not, we might not read it. But I really encourage you all to stop by, leave a review because it helps us out tremendously, but it also allows us to get to know what you guys like about the episode. So I want to read you a review. This is from Mrs. Gambino, says on her on her name, and she says, Our industry is fascinating, and to have an elevated platform such as Real Talk to come together and have a serious talk about what we do is phenomenal. Senior Style Guide definitely delivers on sharing information and being resourceful. Thank you for having these Real Talk episodes with industry professionals to share knowledge and passion for the art of photography. Then she goes on to say that Sean's a great host, but I think that it's our guests that make this show great. So without further ado, we'll get into episode 46 with Ariel. So excited to have you guys joining us. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and we'll get you to the episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. I'm Sean Brown, and today we've got on Ariel Perry, who is a senior photographer based in Charlotte, North Carolina. I hope it's North, I think it's North Carolina. It's not South Carolina, right? It is North Carolina. Yeah, it's North Carolina. That's in my geography right here. But I'm so excited (laughs) to have her on here today to dive into a little bit about how she got started. We're going to touch on overcoming fear and kind of putting yourself out there, which I think is going to be an amazing topic for a lot of the people who are maybe a little bit more introverted in tendencies and just touch on another, like an array of senior topics. And I'm super excited to dive in and just pick your brain for a little bit. So welcome to Real Talk. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and talk with you. I can't wait. I am stoked. So for those who are listening and watching who don't know who you are, and if they're like, I don't know, just missing the boat on you. Um, (laughs) Tell us a little bit about your story and how you got started with photography, just your journey and, you know, quick little bite-sized bit of your life. So like um, Sean said, I live in Charlotte. I'm originally from Durham, North Carolina. 
Um, how I got started photography was I did not imagine it being the cards at all for me. Um, actually, I wanted to do film and I always dreamt of moving to LA and that was it, nothing else. Um, but I did, I took a photography class in college, got a little, little dabble in it, but I got a little bit discouraged. Uh, the teacher that I had was not so kind and pretty much said that my work sucked, essentially. Um, so, but, and I really never picked up another camera again um, until after college. So when I graduated, I really couldn't find a job in my major that I was passionate about and I was kind of at a crossroads. So I was like, you know, I don't want to move back to Durham after being in Philly, but how about Charlotte? So moving back to Charlotte, I mean, moving to Charlotte, I got a job at Portrait Innovations, which is a cookie cutter photography studio where you didn't have to have any knowledge about photography but that's where I got reintroduced to it. And then I started working with a company shortly after called um, Teddy Bear Portraits. And that's where I got introduced to shooting outside. I fell in love with it. Didn't necessarily fell in love with shooting kids, but I loved photography and I just started shooting all my family and friends. That's when it just kind of, it just kind of catapulted. And I started going to workshops. I started taking classes. I like just, any information I could get my hands on, I did it. Um, and then my father encouraged me to start my own business. And seven years later, um, I've, I've had my business now. So that's yeah. so cool. So for the, for you, you thought you wanted to do photography. You had this really bad experience in college where the professor was basically like, "You aren't cut out for this." Which yeah. you know, it, it wasn't just out of curiosity. Was it more of like an art? oriented photography class yeah uh it was honestly basics it was black and white intro nothing special the reason i ask is because like i had a very similar experience in college where it's like i took this art class and i thought i put together like this super cool project and i remember i took this photo with like this dude dunking a ball and it was Uh like super cool like a nike ad and the professor or the ta was like basically like the you know someone going through the master's bachelor of arts or whatever it is mm-hmm. was like yeah mm-hmm. this is this is a good start but like what if we were to like take away the hoop and like take away the ball from his hands so he's just like floating i was like this is not my cup of tea so i didn't know if you had like a yeah. very similar experience with you know maybe you were you weren't thinking uh creatively enough right exactly yeah. exactly yeah yeah so so you go from you know bad experience to all of a sudden you're like wait maybe this is what i want to do Talk yeah. us through that journey a little bit. Um, so I, I just, I love seeing people smile. I love seeing them happy. I love like even the process of shooting. Um, and it was just different. Like I'm an introvert. So just being around so many different types of people was cool. Yet getting out of my comfort zone. Um, but, and then I loved just, it seemed like a risk to start a business. My dad said, you know, he encouraged me to do it and he's actually an entrepreneur as well, but he really didn't give me the tools and like, <laughs> he was like, you know what? You're going to do it on your own and see what happens. But I, I really actually have loved that journey of, you know, figuring it out. Um, but yeah. And what did you major in again? Um, so communications. I started off film and then I switched to communications halfway through. So where do you, you know, a lot of people listening want to do photography, but they're like, I, I didn't major in photography. 
Yeah. And um, you know, I didn't, I didn't take a formal photography education and it's like, yeah, you know, you know what? Not a lot of other people did. So no. did you find that you had to almost like justify jumping into photography in a way? Cause it's like, well, it's not in my major, you know, I, I didn't study this. I'm going to say no. Um, no, because I just, I felt, I felt as though it was attainable. If I wanted to learn it, then I could do that. I knew there was resources and just how it was raised. It, like my parents always taught me, just go after what you want. So I don't, I didn't believe that I had to have formal education or anyone else for that matter has to have formal education. Um, and photography, there's, there's so many resources. There's so much education out here. Uh, and I'm a strong believer in just putting your mind to it and practicing and not giving up. You can, you, it's super attainable. So let's touch on that because you're almost saying, you know, it doesn't matter your background. It's more about your mindset. Yes, definitely. Elaborate on that a little bit for us. So my, like my, I'm huge, huge on self-development. Um, I think that's half of the, half the piece of the puzzle um, to running a business. You have to have the mindset. You have to continuously grow. You have to continuously, you have to change in a way. Um, but just, not not giving up because there have been times where I've had people to I would say when I was shooting weddings um, I didn't have that the best of experiences and I would easily get down I would um, I was very overwhelmed at times and just having that self-development piece and always keeping that back in my mind I was able to push through it and then also even transitioning from doing a ton of weddings to only seniors, that, that was a struggle. And that was, I was like, can I do this? Am I able to do this? Like, am I going to make the same amount of money? Uh, and that was, it was hard. But again, going back to self-development, reading those books, listening to the podcast, going to even um, conventions, it was like, no, this is mindset. If I want to do it, I can do it. If I want to be the best, then I can be the best. So it's just a matter of putting your, putting your mind to it, doing the work, and just not giving up. Well, I almost think that's like 90% of the battle, like you said. Yeah. Where, yeah. And if you are self-defeating your kind of goals and your ambitions, where you're mm-hmm. saying, oh, no, I can't possibly do this. You've already lost the battle, in my opinion. doesn't matter yeah. how much education you have. If you think, yeah. oh, I can't do this. But you yeah. have the opposite mindset. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's it's simple. Very simple. So you go from, you were saying you went from like 30 weddings and now you're like almost all exclusively seniors. What did that path look like? What obstacles did you have to go past and get over? Because there are a lot of wedding photographers listening who are like, I wish I could jump into seniors. Like I don't want to shoot weddings. I don't want to work weekends. I'm tired. I want time with my family. Right. Why did you, I guess first of why did you want to make the leap from weddings to seniors? Well, I was just way more passionate about it. Um, when I was shooting weddings, a friend of mine was like, you know what, you should research other types of photography. And I, I found myself looking at all these senior photographers. And, um, and I was like, you know what, I feel like I should take a stab at it. And I, I didn't have a lot of self-confidence growing up. And I saw the, like, looking at these other senior photographers at the time, I saw the transformation. I saw, like, just, it was such a, 
it was such a light that I saw in the pictures. And I was like, I want to capture that. And so when I started shooting seniors, I was literally able to see girls transform and guys. Uh, and I was like, this is definitely what I'm supposed to be doing as opposed to shooting all these weddings. And I, I just loved that. I love the process. I love the end result, but I just love that transformation. I love seeing that self-confidence come out of seniors. It was super rewarding. So that was really the passion behind trans, you know, going from weddings to seniors. Yeah. What got you into weddings to begin with? Um, I was at my cousin's wedding and I, I just, I was like, I should, I should try weddings. And then I got my first wedding and it literally just spiraled from there. Yeah. I asked cause I, some photographers are always like, well, I have to shoot wedding. And you kind of brought, you kind of alluded to this. You're like, I have to shoot weddings. Cause that's, that's what makes money. And then you said, right. you know, can I even make what I'm making or even a little bit of what I'm making through doing seniors? So yeah. let's talk about your transition from going 30 weddings a, a year down to, mm-hmm. you said about five weddings a year now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so can you say the question one more time for me? Yeah. So let's talk about your journey from going, you know, transitioning from 30, 30 weddings a year, five weddings a year, predominantly doing seniors. What did that look like? What, you know, were you scared? Were you anxious? uh, Excited? Just kind of talk us through what was going on in your head. Yeah, I was definitely scared because I'm like, how am I going to, yeah, I'm going to supplement this. But, you know, I just, I started to grind. I started, I did a lot of free shoots in the beginning. And that's why I tell everybody, anyone who mentors me, I'm like, it's, it's really, it's no secret. I did free shoots. I hustled. I got out there. I went to all the, the high schools. Like, you have to put yourself out there in order to see. Um, I, I went to tons and tons of workshops. And I literally just applied everything that I learned. But I really think it was showing, it was doing, it was doing those style shoots, doing those free shoots and putting that out there. That's what I believe really, really helped me grow my business here in Charlotte. Because people are seeing stuff that they have never seen before. So, and of course, that's what they want. They want to be different. Singers want to be different. <laughs> um, but it, it, it just took a lot of hustle, honestly. And, and consistency. I was very consistent. I changed up my posting on Instagram and also I changed my website. So people knew me as a senior photographer as opposed to a wedding photographer. So changing your marketing is super, super essential. If you want to be known as a senior photographer, um, I would, I would say that's really what helped me transition. Yeah. One of the things that when people are saying, Oh, I want to, I want to get into seniors. And they're like, but I also still want to shoot weddings or I still want to do families, but they don't separate their brand. Yeah. Where do you see as the mistakes that they're making by not, like you said, being known as like a senior photographer, a wedding photographer? So I believe I'm probably, I don't really, I've separated my brand enough, but you know what? I still post other things other than the singers. But people still see me as a senior photographer because that's what I've been drilling into their head for years. So I would say you have to you have to put it out. You cannot say that you are that you do weddings or you can't post pictures 
that are what that are weddings or engagements or whatever it is um you have to consistently be posting and showcasing your senior work to get to drill that in their head but i do believe if you want to post something else then do it i mean but if you want people to know you as a senior photographer you're gonna have to post consistently yeah singing comes down to you know share what you want to shoot yeah if you want to shoot seniors shoot share seniors if you want to yeah. shoot weddings share a wedding or yep. yeah yeah so yep. it all comes down to that mindset but when we were at the beginning we kind of talked a little about overcoming fear and mm-hmm. what that looks like for your journey where you said you were introverted where yeah. you had trouble putting yourself out there so yeah. what did you have to do to overcome the fears of ultimately being the face of your business and being the one who everyone looks to when they're looking for a senior photographer. I want to say a big piece of advice would be to surround yourself around others that you either want to aspire to or who are on your level, but more so who you want to aspire to. And those people, in my opinion, have helped me so much grow so much. And I believe that's why I came out of my shell is surrounding myself around those right people. Um, Also, you just have reading books that helped uh, reading books about there's a book on mindset actually I cannot remember her name the author um, but she it was a book on mindset and that helped so much but I really I really believe surrounding yourself around people and even in the industry going going to these workshops learning from the best I think I mean, they're not going to steer you wrong. Now, do your research on who you should learn from, of course, but it's going to, it helped me tremendously. I can't, I cannot stress that enough is, you know, having the proper education um, on what you want to aspire to. Absolutely. Uh, And let's talk about the role of education. How did it help you in your journey and what did it do for you? Um, So I did a lot of style shoots. Um, and that, that helped tremendously. I remember one in particular, senior style guy. I went to the one in Charleston and oh, that was I mean, years ago. Yeah. That yeah. was when I, I first met Thomas and Vicky. And I mean, it was, that was huge, a huge pivotal step in my business, um, was just seeing from the wardrobe, from how they shot, how they moved, like everything. I was like so focused and zoned in on picking up everything and anything I could. Um, like, I mean, I, you should always want to be a sponge. I never want to stop learning. You know, I don't care how old I get. Um, I think that's super important. But education, I mean, it, it literally transformed my business. And it's because I applied what I learned. And some people, you know, they take these classes, they do all these workshops, but they don't apply what they learn. So if you apply, you can't, I don't think you can fail, honestly. So. Yeah. What's, what do you feel like the, is the difference? Because there's a lot of online education out there. But yeah. what do you feel like is the difference between online and in-person education? Because you talk a little bit about, you know, just even seeing how they move, how they are posing, mm-hmm. how they're interacting. Mm-hmm. You can't really translate that on, online very well or through camera. No. I, I think that, I think it's personal preference. So I do better personally by learning, um, being hands-on online it help it does help a little bit but i would say videos if it's video instruction i think that could be super helpful but there's nothing like being in the present and 
being able to shoot those seniors and seeing the interaction, seeing the posing, seeing just just everything from beginning to end, um, making seeing how how the instructor makes them feel makes the model feel comfortable. I mean, I know so many people who struggle with that even. Like, how do I have a conversation with a senior to make them feel comfortable throughout the whole entire shoot? So I think being in person definitely helps a lot, but it's not to say that you can't get a lot of information from online teaching as well. Yeah. It's just personal preference. We even mentioned, you know, making a senior feel comfortable. To what extent do you feel like that can be taught or how much is that just in, in like inherent to who you are as a person? I think a lot of it is who you are. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think, but you, but it's not saying you can't teach it. You just have to know, you have to be very patient. I feel like with some, with certain seniors, you know, of course they're going to vary from person to person, but I think patience is huge. I think um, always uplifting them, always giving compliments, uh, just, just trying to make them feel as comfortable as possible. But I really I believe it is in here. Yeah. I believe it's, it's definitely a part of who you are. Well, I think it, it has to be, you know, it comes back to mindset where it also comes down to the mindset. Of if you believe that you can do this and interact with people and this is something you want to do, I think that's a mm-hmm. huge step too. Yeah. Where you have to at first give, you know, give yourself permission to, if you're an introvert, you know, give 90 minutes of extroverted love to, to your clients and your families Yes. versus sitting back for that 90 minutes and s- sticking true to your introverted self. You got to put yourself right. out there a little bit. Definitely. Definitely. You have to put yourself out there. That's the only way you're going to grow. That's the only way you're going to get in situations that you never would have imagined, honestly. So good situations. Good <laughs> so, situations, hopefully. Yeah. 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 In the beginning, you talked a little bit about your dad, who's an entrepreneur. And he's like, hey, yeah. Ariel, you should you should start your own business. Like, yeah. do your own yeah. photography business. And, and, and then you said, but he didn't give me any tools. So nope. what are like the top three things that you learned maybe in the very beginning stages mm-hmm. of like, maybe it's something that you were like, I'm never doing this again in my business or, oh my goodness, this worked so well for my business. Um, I was number one for sure is knowing the accounting side. The accounting side, I think, is huge. It's something that I didn't do as well in the beginning. And a few years through, I was like, oh, yeah, I have to, I have to really <laughs> learn this, like hire someone. So knowing the accounting side is huge. I would say also in the beginning, if you're just starting out in photography in general, I think that it's okay to dabble in different fields, different weddings, seniors, babies, whatever. Um, that's, I feel like that's how you find your passion, but at least having a, a solid website. I mean, it's 2020, so you need to have a website. Yeah. And I know so many photographers who don't have websites. And I'm just like, how? Um, because that, that's just, it makes you seem, it makes, it makes you, you are professional. Um, so I would say definitely having a precise website even if you don't specialize in anything yet. Um, and then the third thing I would say is having friends in your fields. I didn't have a lot of, I didn't have a lot of senior photography friends. Um, but when I, when I got a few, I was like, Oh, this, it helped. Cause you bounce ideas off of each other. I mean, you're helping one another and just, it's not, it's not catty. 
they, I mean, everyone is super helpful. Everyone, there's so much room to go around. Um, but I definitely think that helped me from the beginning is having, having a few friends in my field. So that, you know, when you're like, oh my goodness, I was published in Senior Style Guide. They're like, cool. What's (laughs) what's Senior Style? Yeah. So it definitely, I think, you know, looking back into the things that I've really grown into my business, that third point is having friends in your industry. Dude, that's so crucial because it's like you learn so much. It is. And and you mentioned like the in-person side of things where I feel like half of the in-person stuff is just tidbits that you pick up in conversations when you're not shooting or when you're just out to dinner with someone. And that is kind of my philosophy when it comes to learning and teaching is those moments I almost feel like are more important than that formal classroom education where you can, it's it's going deep rather rather than just going wide with with your knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I met someone, um, I did a workshop. I met someone at the workshop we ended up going to London and Rome and doing and taking seniors with us to shoot. So, I mean, I never would have met her if it wasn't for me, you know, being in that workshop, just wanting to learn. So again, I preach education all the time. Yeah. It's a game changer for sure. It is. Um, let's talk a little bit about education. You talked a little bit about really loving like lighting and kind of, yeah. you know, learning different lighting Talk about maybe one of the two or like one of the two, one or two big takeaways that you've learned about lighting over the years and how that has mm-hmm. dramatically shifted your portrait work. Um, so I believe that you can shoot any time of day. It's just a matter of knowing your locations, knowing what your subject is wearing, knowing about natural reflectors, uh, knowing about an actual reflector. Um, so I believe, but I also believe that if you want that golden hour shoot um, time, then make your clients shoot at the time that you want. And you're the professional. They trust you. So you have to say, because I know some photographers, that's, that is another question that I get is, well, what if, what if the mom wants to shoot, you know, at 12? No, you're, you have to put your foot down in a nice way and say, this is going to give you the best result. You have to trust me. Um, but shooting at Golden Hour, obviously, is typical. Is I mean, that's how you get that gorgeous light. Um, but a big one is, yeah, just knowing your natural reflectors, knowing your locations, location scout. Take the time to go out and find those unique locations. Or even if it's not unique, but just a nice location that you know for a fact there's going to be gorgeous light coming through. So that's, that would be my biggest takeaway from what, when it comes to lighting. Yeah. When it's so interesting to hear you say, you know, you can shoot at any time of day because a lot of photographers yeah. think, no, I have to shoot three hours before sunset. Like I have to, there's, there's no other yeah. way to do it. So how yeah. did you overcome maybe that mentality? Cause I think we all have that to a capacity in the beginning. Um, I, again, it, it was mindset. <laughs> it was mindset. Why can't I shoot? at the worst time of day. And how do you solve that problem? It's going to location scout. It's going to go see, okay, at this time of day, even though it's awful lighting, I know at this spot, it's gonna be fantastic. The light comes in beautifully at this time. Um, And finding, and it depends on where you are, if it's city, if it's rural, um, there's gonna be some shade. 
there's going to be, or even if you don't like shade, you like harsh light. I think photography is very biased. I mean, I know a lot of photographers who like shooting with harsh light and their work is beautiful. So I think it's just a matter of location scouting. Again, I know for a fact you can conquer shooting any time of day when it, by location scouting properly. It's as simple as that. Find shade. If you don't like shade, then shoot in harsh light. But um, I believe that's what helped me tremendously is knowing the locations where I can shoot, knowing multiple locations where I can shoot at any time of day and knowing how the light is going to come in. Um, so that's how you can prepare yourself. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about separating yourself from, you know, you talk about being known as like the senior photographer. What are mm-hmm. a couple things that you do to separate your brand from other photographers out there and attract the clients that you want to attract? So I'm super open, very open, very, I try to be very personable. Um, so having a senior rep team has helped also. Um, I have only had it for two years though. I actually had one five years ago. It was awful. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I'm never doing this ever again. <laughs> um, but having, having that senior rep team has been, I mean, they spread the word. They, they get to see who I am. So that, I would say that has helped so much in separating myself um, because they're my talking piece. And I like to do cool things with them. Um, but, and also just showing um, a little bit through, of course, through social media, who I am has helped. Um, and just trying to, trying to shoot, just do different things when shooting, just trying to think of ways to not be like everyone else who is in my area, um, as well as, I mean, in the country. So what can I, what can I do to push myself to be different? Like what are the types of style shoots I can do to do to be different, to stand out? Um, but all, I'm always super open to anyone, parents, singers who, who meet me. And I feel like everyone can attest to that who has met me. Talk about your senior rep program for a little bit. Why do you feel like that's such a, a big part of your business and success? Um, so again, I've only had technically, I would say this past year was like my real one. Last year was kind of my test run. <laughs> because I was still like, I had that a little bit of anxiety from the, the previous years when I first had one, uh, but just handpicking them. So I don't do it, I guess, a, um, I guess it's more, I guess a lot of senior photographers usually have applications. So I did, have not had an application process yet. I actually have them fill out a form after I select them. So I know um, I know of them before I select them. And that has helped a lot because I'm getting, I trust the person who I asked. So I know, I now know a lot of people in the high school world. So I'm able to actually ask people who I trust, who they, who I think will represent my brand, how I want it to be represented. Um, so I think that has been a really cool aspect is to not, have the application process, but to literally like him, they're, they're being referred. So I would, I would, 
Yeah. So you're all referral based then. Is this from past clients? Yeah. I'm guessing. Past clients. Yep. Mainly past clients. Mainly people just I know. I've now. I mean, I met so many people here in Charlotte um, since I've lived here. So a mixture of both. So then how do you get over the people that are like, well, I wasn't referred, so now I can't be a part of this? Well, so you don't have, you don't have to. So like this year, this year, actually, I had to do an application process because I did have some girls who, who wanted to be a part of it. So to, this year was a mixture of both. Last year was, I literally handpicked them. So, so Yeah. So what do you, why was, I guess, let's go into the reasoning of why you handpicked them. What were you going for by handpicking them? Because I do something similar where it's not necessarily handpick, but I would say probably 75% of who makes it onto the senior team Mm -hmm. is by way of referral or someone who has been referred by a past senior team or, or client. Okay. So I like that way because... Again, I am, I'm big on kindness. I'm big on giving and I'm big on just not being afraid to talk about my business, to promote. And I need for those girls to fit those categories. So the people who I'm asking or the people who are referring them, I know they won't let me down. I know they know what I'm looking for. So, and, and they know up front that if you're going to be on my team, then Everyone has to, everyone has to have um, a positive mindset. Again, I'm big on mindset. And I want all the girls to have that mindset, no matter what. And it's, it's crazy because when I got the applications for this year, that was the common thing. They were like, I love how positive you always are. I love to see the, the girls, how they interact with each other. You can, you can tell, you can tell just by looking at your pictures and they seem so relatable and I want to be a part of that. So that, and I'm, if, and if you don't, if you can't show that kindness, have that mindset, then we're not going to be the right fit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's so interesting because I, I think if you are, if you are marketing yourself correctly and you are on point with what your brand wants to be, mm-hmm. it's so interesting when you say, Oh, they all put like positivity in Mm -hmm. what they wrote or why they want to be a part of this. Yeah. I think that that's a really good test of how well you're touching on your brand points is do people get what you're putting out there or do you need to work on your brand messaging? Yep. Yes. Yeah. And I I think having, I mean, this kind of steps away from talking about seniors more into branding, but I think having a brand strategist, have a one-on-one call with a brand strategist um, to, to get clear on the message you want to put out and knowing how to put that message. Because that's another thing that I feel like photographers struggle with is putting out that right message. Yeah. So. Uh, have you done like a call with a brand strategist before or anything like that? I'm friends with one. So yeah, kind of, sort of. <laughs> what have yeah. you like taken away from, from those chats with them? Um, definitely website. So a, a book um, story brand. I'm not sure if people have heard of it, yeah. but she, we, we talk a lot about story brand yeah. and how to convey that message, you know, through your website. It, that was huge. Having the call to action, making it easy for people to book with you, people to talk to you. Um, and then honestly, using Instagram as a tool to show who you are. 
and and put out what you want your brand to look like. You have that you have that capability. Yeah. So, so um, for those who are listening, who are like, who's Story Brand by? But it's by Donald Miller, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so really- I haven't read it, but it's this has come up. It's like four or five times that people brought it up. So maybe it's time for me to you should totally sit down read and read it. It's worth, it. or even just listen to his podcast. Yeah, it's awesome. So oh, we'll check it out. We'll link it up in the description. Yeah. So yeah. Um, before, as we kind of get wrapped up, I love for you to be able to ask um, the viewers and the listeners a question. So I'm okay. going to give you a second to think about that. So if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can just leave that right in the comments. If you're on the podcast, um, go ahead and just screenshot this episode, tag us in the description and Ariel will tell you where you guys can find her and answer the quick question so that we kind of know what's on your mind and all of that stuff. So what is that one question that you actually will ask one question before that. If you can go back to day one of your business where you have nothing, you don't know anything about business. You basically everything you've learned has been taken away, but Mm -hmm. you have one piece, one lesson or one, you know, some sort of thing that you've learned along the way that you want to be able to bring with you day one. What is that one thing that you want to keep with you? That one piece of knowledge that is going to help you build that business starting, you know, years, mm. years later. That's a good question. Cause there's so many pieces. <laughs> um, I would say that one thing I would want to bring is having the mindset, the mindset to be able to conquer anything. Because if you have that, then you can learn anything. Yeah. You can learn. You can learn business. You can learn how to shoot. You can learn how to interact with the with your client. You can learn anything. But if you don't have the mindset, all it, it all starts there. If I didn't, if I didn't have the mindset, I would not be where I am today, without a without a doubt. So, I love it. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you on the interwebs? So arielperry.com, at arielperry on Instagram. And Facebook, I don't post a lot on there, but I'm still there. Just Ariel Perry. Um, yeah. And the one question. Yeah. The one um, question I want to ask people. How can you, how can you stand out in your market? That's fine. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on. I hope that that was enjoyable. Tons of takeaways right there. I know everyone who's listening is like, mind blown right now they're like oh my goodness so many good nuggets in there so thank you so much for being on here taking some time to share a little bit about your story your journey and kind of where you are now and how you got there absolutely thank you so much for having me i'm i'm always been such a huge fan of your style guide so i'm super pumped that you guys asked me to be on always so we're happy to have you on and so cannot wait to air this for everyone. If, I guess if you're listening, it's already been aired, but I'm so excited to get this out here for everyone. And yes. until next time, we'll see you guys on the next episode of the Real Talk Podcast. See you guys awesome. later. Thank you. That wraps it up for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk Podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. I know that there are so many podcasts out there that you guys have the option to listen to. And it really means the world that you're joining us and giving us a part of your day and really just joining in on part of the conversation and and the community. 
In addition, make sure that you guys are joining us over on Facebook in the Senior Style Guide group over there, where photographers from all throughout the country contribute, give their input and their advice and their experiences to help other photographers learn and grow. We'd love for you to join us over there as well. So all you have to do is search Senior Style Guide on Facebook, ask to be added to the group, and we'll make sure that you guys get to be a part of the conversation over there. If you haven't had a chance to hit the subscribe button below, please take a second to do that really quick. What that does is it makes sure that you guys keep up to date on all of the content that we're putting out there. We have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you guys throughout the year from leaders and other photographers that you would love to hear from. So we want to make sure that you do not miss a single episode of that. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button below. Thank you guys for joining us. And we cannot wait to have you as part of the listening experience for future podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the next episode and we'll see you around. 